JB and Jules for breakfast, only on Triple M. Hit subscribe now. Have you ever tried the alcoholic ginger beer? No, I haven't. You've never tried alcoholic ginger? I don't think I have. A lot of places have it on tap now, and it's getting more and more popular. It's refreshing. It's delicious. Please drink responsibly. But um, one of our friends, Beck, you'll find it. So if you're ever coming in to collect a prize, she's the lady. She's the friendly face there. Yeah, she's at the front desk. And um, she sent a video message or a photo. She sent a photo to a group of us. Mm. Uh, I was included in it. I seen the photo. Uh, Steph, our promo coordinator. Yep. Zoe, who's in our office. Also, a few of her family members seen this photo. Why Beck didn't I sent. get to see this photo? Well, she mustn't like you very much, but <laughs> she sent it to her own father as well. Oh, okay. Yeah, so what the photo was, was her holding this alcoholic ginger beer going, oh my God, it's in a can. Cool. Little typo though, she's accidentally said, oh my God, giner beer in a can. <laughs> Ah, uh, Gina, g- ginger. She and misspelled ginger. She misspelled ginger and wrote Gina beer in a can. She uh. sent it to her dad. Her dad said, you got what now in a can? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, dad. <laughs> and so I've seen this as an opportunity for a brand new product and developed oh, an advertisement no. No, you for haven't. Beck's Gina beer. Howdy, folks. Me again. The guy from the Swede on Schulte Street Honey Ads. Well, today I'm back to tell you about something extra special. Gina beer from Beck. Others may call it ginger beer, and they may think they're right. However, Gina beer is sending people absolutely nuts. You've tried the beer from up here. Now it's time to try the beer from down there. Gina beer from Beck. I was waiting for you to come in with the singing part. There's no singing. Oh, damn it. You did that with the B ad as well. I missed an opportunity. No, it's still beautiful. Beck's giant beer. What else has been happening this week with JB and Jules on Bundy's Triple M? I rocked up to work today and I had a sick pit in my stomach, JB. What did you have in your stomach? I had a sick pit in my stomach. The sick feeling when you know that something just doesn't feel quite right. Rocked up at work, and you know the feeling where something just isn't quite right. And I looked over and I saw the building that typically no one's in there before us, right? Yeah, we're first ones here. The lights were on inside the building, but there was no boss car parked in the car park. Your car wasn't parked in there. The women's bathroom was lit up. I thought someone must be inside the building. Did... Could someone have just left the lights on? No, absolutely not, because oh, I know how this place works. I know that the light sensors are triggered by someone being in the building, and I had no choice. But when I rocked up to work today, I had my phone open. I had triple O dialed up. I was scared <laughs> that you- an intruder had got inside the building. Somehow, yesterday, someone hadn't locked up the building, and I was ready to face my death. You okay? No, I wasn't okay. I was Good shaking. God. You're a bit... Because the lights were on. Yes. It just seems over, just I was absolutely freaked out. I top. thought the only person that could possibly be here this early, but for some reason not have his car here, was Bossman Bedford. Well, he's here now. He's joined us in studio. You can ask him for yourself. What have you got to say for yourself? Myself? The lights are on. It's my fault. <laughs> were, were you here? You were, no, obviously. I wasn't here. What do you mean you weren't here? No, no. I, I was 
getting ready for work. So he, was a, so he wasn't here? No, no, you often hear at stupid you, o'clock yeah, at yeah. 4 o'clock in the morning. I, Sometimes you hear till 10pm. I know you are lying to me right now. Well, it's possible that one of the other team members came in to get their laptop for the day. Is it possible? Can we check CCTV footage? We could. Are well, you just well, trying to blame this on somebody else somebody. because it's actually you? <laughs> so Beck, Beck come in to get her laptop because she's working from home. Nope. I'm going to say it right here, There's right now. It was absolutely a ghost. There was nothing else that was happening here. I think here. we've gotten to the bottom of it. Oh, yeah. Nothing happened. That was wild. Let's find out what else JB and Jules have been up to. Yesterday, it was a beautiful setting down there in the afternoon. You're down. Do you know where the little um, soccer fields and stuff are? Right next to the basketball courts at Bagara. Yeah. Yes. Just down from Nielsen's. And um, beautiful spot, beautiful lawn. Why not get married there? Well, it was beautiful weather yesterday too. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely stunning. What All a right. great day for a wedding. Great. Beautiful day for a white wedding. And um, that's exactly what a couple decided to do. They had a beautiful timber. Is it an arbor? What you get married in front of? What's that called? Oh, no idea. It's a thing that you stand in front of. It was a timber one that they'd done up. Everyone's there dressed beautifully. Aww. And it's a stunning day. And they must have thought, this is amazing. Imagine the photo we're going to get. Yeah. They had a professional photographer, all the family gathered. What do I decide to do? I decide it is a beautiful day. Why not park down right next to the surf club and um, go for a run up to the basin and back, get sweaty enough, and then have a swim? Yeah, that's beautiful. your standard routine, really. Why the heck wouldn't you? So, well, I started running and thought this is a terrible idea. <laughs> but um, it just so happened, as I was running on the footpath, the the wedding had gathered the photographer was there. Yes. And they were all there for one big shot. Yes. The big group shot. Get mm-hmm. the stunning background, everything set. How hard is it to get all those people together, especially over the last year or so? Yes. The shot, the stage is set. You're excited. The bride is there thinking, this is the photo. I'm going to blow up and put it on my mantelpiece. For, for 50 the... years. Oh, it's amazing. Mm-hmm. We've all we've got those photos. They mean the world to you. Turns out in the background of this photo, there may be... A heavy breathing, sweaty Italian <laughs> trying to run in the background. Oh my God, JB. No, you just, just ruined just, the greatest day of their life. Just as I'm powering across, I hear the countdown and they do the photo, and I'm pretty sure. You had no time to pivot and go back the other way. It'll be. No, I didn't know what to do. I just powered head down, keep going. At I least you stop. didn't stop I, smack bang in the middle I, of the little altar <laughs> thing. What I'm worried will happen is I'll get the photos eventually, and it'll be like, do you know those photos where you see like a spooky thing in the background? They're like, oh my God, <laughs> there's a, a haunted, sweaty Italian in the background of <laughs> <laughs> our wedding photo. Someone's calling up on one triple three five three. Hello, who have we got there? I'm actually the photographer from the wedding yesterday. Are you? Oh my god! Hello, yeah. what's your name? Hello, um, Christina from Captured Moments Photography. Love you, <laughs> Christina. Christina. I'm like, I have to ring him up. I'm actually looking at the photo right now, and you're safe. You're oh, not in the photo oh, at all. You are a genius, I Christina. Because I was moving, and I was like, oh, surely, because you did the countdown. I was like, no, nah, surely not, because I would have been just heaving in the background, a blurry, mm. sweaty blob of hair. We worry yeah. maybe you'd have to do some photoshopping as well. No, I'm looking at it right now and I can see no person. Well, I think you might be actually behind them, so it's okay. Oh, thank God. 
I just wanted to bring well, that's, up. It's to, lucky to, I to run make with. You feel it's lucky I run with a bit of a hunch and a heavy breeze. So I was down <laughs> down lower. Thank you so much oh, for the call. What's the name of your business okay. again? Um, it's Captured Moments Photography. Captured awesome. Moments Photography captures all yep. the good moments, not yep, the heavy it. breathing Italians in the background. <laughs> that's, right. that's your new yes, slogan. Yes. <laughs> good I'm on you. up and just make you at ease today. Oh, you're not thank eating. you. I'm going to sleep better this weekend now. Good on you. Thanks for the call. <laughs> they're different, but they're ours. JB and Jules on Triple M Bundy. Now, JB, from Monday, you'll be able to get your Pfizer jab at the Wave Sports Club. At the Wave Sports yes. Club. Yes. This is an initiative put together by Karen Bundy. And to tell us about it, we've got the CEO, Clive Pierce, with us. Morning, Clive. <laughs> Good morning. Lovely to talk to you. <laughs> yes, and the live studio audience. Always. Now, Clive, um, tell us about it, how people can get in and get the jab at the Waves. Oh, it's really quite simple. Uh, we're running the hub from Monday for six solid weeks. Uh, turn up with your Medicare card and ID, walk in, and uh, there'll be Aspen Medical there delivering the medical service. We're just hosting the location. Awesome. Now, Clive, why is this COVID Vax Clinic so important for you guys at Karen Bundy? Firstly, self-interest. Uh, our customers are often highly immune-compromised. Uh, and so from our perspective, the better the community can get vaccinated, the safer our customers and team members are going to be. Secondly, we know the borders are opening up in just a few weeks. The chief medical officer said two days ago, you've got 12 days to get vaxxed. Uh, and we need to get in there as a community working together with Bundaberg Rugby, the Catholic Church and everyone else uh, and really make sure that we're protecting not just ourselves, but our families and the whole of the community. Yeah. And um, yeah, you raised a good point. I think it's 10 days from today. Um, it, you've got to get your first jab done to have your second jab done in time for the borders to open. That's the figure they've come out with. That's pretty scary, yeah. uh, and that's why we're running for six weeks. The idea being if you're jabbed in week one, you get your second jab in week three. Uh, sorry, four. If you're jabbed in week two, you get your second jab in week five. Yeah. So basically by December the 5th, we'll have everybody double vaccinated that turns up. Yeah, okay. So how many people are you going to have there actually doing the vaccine so you can get a good turnover? Because I imagine it could be a bit of a lineup to start with in that first week. Yep, but Aspen Medical, we've done, uh, this is the fourth hub we've run with Aspen Medical. They're excellent. They'll have somewhere between six and nine lines set up. Uh, and it's, it's, we've, we're used to this now. It's, it runs very, very efficiently. Awesome. I particularly love this aspect that we are protecting those that are most vulnerable. So even if you're not doing it for yourself, maybe there isn't someone that you want to reconnect with over the border. You're doing it to help out our community. So I think it's very important. Lastly, Clive, do we need to book in or can we just walk in from Monday? It's just walk-in from Monday. We will have a booking system being set up later today or Monday. But as far as we're concerned, turn up and uh, Aspen will look after you. Easy as that. The venue at the Wave Sports Complex, entry at 20 Thabibin Street. Just look out for the marquee and follow it from there. Thanks so much for your time this morning. Clive Pierce, the CEO from Karen Bundy. Good on you. Thank you very much. An absolute pleasure. Yeah, get involved at that one from Monday, the 25th of October. Subscribe now and stay up to date. JB and Jules on Triple M Bundy. Very important. Have you ever come across a duck 
<laughs> a duck that surfs. The bed. The bed, bed, bed. No, no, I have not. Have you ever surfed? Have you? (laughs) Now I have. Have you ever surfed? No, I haven't. No? No. I've tried. I'm not very good at it. But um, that's exactly the latest superstar right here in Bundaberg. (laughs) In Bundaberg. Wilbur the surfing duck is getting known for catching waves down at Bagara. Okay, how does Wilbur exactly surf? Well, he sits on his little boogie board and catches waves. He's got a boogie board. Yeah, he loves it. He gets on it. Um, So basically, he loves hanging 10, and he's been getting a lot of attention from visitors. Now, he's a pet duck. Uh, The owner is Tracy Ratcliffe, and um, basically, he's a one-year-old Welsh Harlequin Drake. Right. His name's Wilbur, and... um, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and how exactly did Tracy teach Wilbur how to well, surf? Tra- I'll tell you the story. She bought him from the Blue Haven Poultry uh, seven months ago, and uh, she said, Wilbur's a funny guy. He can be quite cheeky at home, and sometimes when he's out with us, either surfing or having a barbecue. <laughs> Overall, Wilbur is very well behaved and a placid boy. Now, <laughs> So Wilbur can turn some steaks too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. So he's there flipping steaks. He'll go down and have a surf. Uh, not after, obviously, because he doesn't want to get cramps. Now, she realised Wilbur had a passion for for surfing when um, she recalled stories of a similar duck owned by a family member. Mm. So a family member of hers had had a duck and it used to like getting on the boogie board or whatever. Had the talent. So she tested it out at home and then started bringing him down to the beach and he's gained a love for it. Even apparently she gets the she gets surfboard out, he jumps up on it. He's mad keen, loves it. Wilbur, Wilbur hanging 10 down there at Bagara. Well, I've seen dogs do like stand up paddle boarding and stuff with their owners. They just yeah. stand on the board, but ducks. You've not seen now. a duck surfing. But I suppose they're from the water. It makes sense. It's their natural habitat. Well, they've got an advantage, especially on the big waves. They can kick with their big feet and mm. just get straight up on the big ones. He's... So, does Wilbur have a regular surfing commitment no, that we can just, see no. him at? Look, he lives a surfer lifestyle. You can't go giving him restraints. He's. He's a chilled, laid-back surfer dude, Wilbur the Duck. Okay. Um, but you can actually meet him. They're doing a meet and greet. So tomorrow at 2 o'clock at the Basin, you can go down, meet Wilbur the Surfing Duck, and he might put on a demonstration. Maybe. Who knows? He, he, like, you don't own him. He's free. He's a free-reign surfing duck. Um, but you can also follow his adventures. Just search Wilbur the Duck on Facebook. Oh, and you'll we'll be able to keep up to date with Wilbur the Bagara Surfing Duck. That was wild. Let's find out what else JB and Jules have been up to. Now, Jules, a really <clears throat> cool story that's come out in regards to World War II medals. Mm. Now, do you see this? It happened in Childers. A uh, big good morning to our senior constable, Brittany Duncan. But uh, Childers Police, they went to a residence in Woodgate, and yeah. the owner had found a timber box containing World War II medals and historic Army personnel documents half buried in their backyard. Just in his possession, I had no idea. Well, it was, yeah, it was half buried. So they just come across it in the backyard and went, what the heck is, is this? half buried? Well, I guess not fully <laughs> buried. There's a little bit of dirt on it. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Didn't think that'd be the interest for you in this story. <laughs> um, but sadly, the owner of the medals had passed away back in oh. 1991. But what Childers Police did is they took the, took the medals, took the box, took the uh, personnel documents and tried to track down the owners. Mm. And remarkably, um, they actually actually were able to find it. Now, the owner of the medals was Arthur Leslie Bassum. 
was a cane cutter at one point and possibly worked in the Woodgate area at oh, some cool. stage. Uh, but they were able to find the niece of of, uh, of this Arthur, guy, yeah, of Arthur, and they were able to reunite the medals with the oh, family. Do, do we know how she reacted to oh, it? Well, she was pretty excited, and um, they well, the, the police have come out and said it was nice to be able to reunite the family with such treasured memorabilia. Mm. The family's now in Brisbane, so they had to track her all the way to Brisbane, this niece, Good and effort. be able to get the medals back. Oh, them. how so, special is that yeah, for the niece? Big congrats to the Childers Police, and um, yeah, World War II medals returned to their rightful place in the family of Arthur Leslie Bassett. They're different, but they're ours. JB and Jules on Triple M Bundy. One local is making TV cameras by uh, highlighting one of the gems in our backyard, the amazing Lady Musgrave Experience. Ah, yes. And to tell us about it, we have the operator of the Lady Musgrave Experience, Brett Lakey, with us. Morning, Brett. Yeah, good morning. Oh, Brett, I tell you what, I remember speaking to you over the last couple of years as this thing, as you created this thing, all the hard work, all the hours, all the labour, all the stress. How good is it to finally enjoy the fruits of your labour? Oh, yeah, you're not wrong, mate. It's nice to have it out there, finally, you know, just with all the delays through, you know, the pandemic and just a flow-on effect. But now we can, yeah, mate, concentrate on the positives and get all the guests out there to experience it. It's, mate, it's actually unreal being out in the reef. This three-level pontoon, you can float in the waters of the Lady Musgrave Island, you can camp out, you can be underwater in this amazing observatory. Uh, I'm curious, how long has this vision been around? We've talked about how long it's taken to create, but obviously this has been something you've been working on for forever, right? Yeah, and no, was once we got the once we knew we had the permit to you know able to build a pontoon for the reef. Um, I think just due to the, the background I had with being you know doing overnight charters up and down the reef, it was just another um, sort of another another reason for me to replicate the overnight option in the reef and having out their day tour going out there. Um, sort of combined combined both. Uh, options and and sort of made it happen. Yeah. Now, how tempted are you to clear it off for a weekend and just have the family yourself and just enjoy <laughs> it as a mansion for the weekend? We are, we may have already done that. Um, <laughs> I don't we, think we anyone might, would blame you. Yeah, we might have a few dates blocked out for family over Christmas time, so that may, may be an occurrence. <laughs> <laughs> now, Brett, I'm curious to know what it's like uh, having a TV crew on board. They're poking around your office, and uh, they're obviously wanting to check out the goods that you've got, but was there anything interesting that you found as part of the experience being on TV? Yeah, no, it's all pretty straightforward. You know, they come out and just sort of, just sort of film what we do, you know, apart from giving a bit of uh, info and a bit of interviewing back with, with um, information and, and history about the tour and what we do and how I've created it, it's um, pretty straightforward. We just get and do what we do, you know? Yeah, did they have to, did you have to do makeup or any of that sort of stuff? <laughs> no, no, no makeup. <laughs> no, naturally beautiful, mate. That's the way, Brett. Absolutely. <laughs> now, uh, so when's it on, Jules? It is on this Sunday, uh, October 24 at 5.30 p.m. You can get it on Channel 9 and 9 now, uh, and it's called My Way. So we're super excited, Brett. You are representing Bundy. Absolutely a smashing job. And by the way, we can't wait to get out there and experience it ourselves. Yeah, how have the tickets been going? Have you been booked out? Yeah, it's just been great, money. Our overnight um, options, you know, with our, we've got the, the eight queen-size glamping beds on the upper deck. Yeah. And then we've got 20 um, of the bunks downstairs in the observatory. So we've had quite a few groups. And the, the overnight is going really well. And now with um, obviously coming into the warm season, especially turtle season now, because we go to the island and watch the turtles nest and hatch at night as part of our tours. Um, when you stay out there, it's, it's amazing. So they, those overnight um, trips are, are getting booked up right through into you know into January at the moment, 
and then um, our day tours are starting to pick up as well with the with the attraction of the new platform out there. Yeah, mate. Well, congratulations, and it's really good to see that uh, it's all going exactly how you deserve after all that hard work. And do yourself a favour if you're listening in, go and like the Lady Musgrave Experience on Facebook. Some of the photos of this place, you'll Unreal. be you'll be booking in no time. Good on you, Brett Lakey, and can't wait to watch you on the telly this Sunday. Thanks so much, guys. I look forward to having you guys out there as well. That's it for now. Catch JV and Jules weekday mornings from 6 to 9 a.m. on Triple M Bundy or subscribe here to get all the best bits.